topics. Trending news right now. What's happened in social media in the last 72 hours? Let's unpack with Mbumelelo Mashifane, social commentator. Mbumelelo, good morning to you. How are you this uh, Monday, this Valentine's, if you care? Good morning, good morning, Asanda, um, and a happy Valentine's Day to you. Okay, so it matters to you. You, you do celebrate it. Not quite, but it is Valentine's Day. Okay, and uh, World Radio Day is what we start with today, uh, which was celebrated yesterday. And the theme for this year, UNESCO's uh, theme has put it as Radio and Trust. What are your thoughts around the theme, first of all? Yes, absolutely. I think um, radio is a very important medium. Obviously, us lovers of radio are the first people to appreciate that. Um, but it's it's really telling of the time that we we're in right now where we need to have more access to information now more than ever um and in our country particularly where access to digital media remains limited in the sense of our problems of inequality and digital migration and and, and radio remains still the most important medium to disseminate information. Uh, but trust in the radio medium um, is, is what UNESCO is really talking about this world radio day, saying that we should encourage trust through um, the, 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 the creation or the production of quality content through making sure that audiences um, continue to have trust in the medium. And I think that's, that's, that's very important because um, a lot of people, especially in our country, rely on radio, especially the SAPC, for first-hand information and anything that's going on. So this is seeing trust in journalism, trust in, in radio, um, highlighting that for World Radio Day. It's, I mean, it's how we start our day. It's also how we end our day. So uh, having access to that uh, radio and the information that one gets is quite important. It's become a social activity. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, you rely on the radio to tell you the traffic on your way to work. You rely on the radio to tell you sometimes what the weather is going to be like. Um, so uh, it's, it's it's a very, very, very crucially important medium that um, while other mediums of media, if that makes sense, are, are, are currently undergoing so many challenges, radio, radio remains quite solid. Um, as a medium, and it doesn't look set to change um, in a long while. But of course, UNESCO saying trust and accessibility, take care of your audience, reach out to a selected audience group and um, uh, uh, people with disabilities, um, encouraging uh, accessibility uh, through content with people who can't hear um, or, or blind listeners. Also, trust and viability of radio stations. How do we maintain the balance between um, um, the trust factor and converting that into into advertising revenue to ensure sustainability? Mm. We, uh, let's look at our South African context. I mean, history will tell us that we come quite a long way in terms of reinforced uh, separateness with apartheid narratives and all of that. Now... We have a plethora of radio stations. There's quite a lot of options, and all our, our official languages are represented, well, as far as the SABC at least. Uh, 
So, I mean, when we look at that and, and how far we've come, do you think we have a true appreciation? I think we have a true appreciation. Um, there's, a, there's a radio station, and because of the topic, I think I'll, I'll mention it. There's a radio station in KZN that I was listening to the other day, and I actually, um, I was in awe at, at um, how we've become more casualized to the medium, especially where language is concerned, because predominantly in the SFM used to be the English service. But um, now we, 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 we're having um, it recognize our diversity in that even while it still remains rigid as an English radio station, but it allows that accommodation for our other languages. Uh, of course, the other radio station I was talking about, um, embracing that a bit more um, because they sort of speak the language of today's youth, which is a combination of, um, you know, Zulu and English and um, whatever other mixture of street language or pop culture um, that comes up. And that is the primary medium that they carry out throughout. So I think we've made a lot of progress um, in terms of that, yes. Mm. And our radio audience numbers in South Africa, according to research done uh, at Stellenbosch University, they uh, have not declined as they have in North America. I guess that also speaks to what you said earlier. In the African context uh, or, or the continent, access to things like Internet are not that much in terms of figures. So we rely on radio and listenership would be high there. I don't know if there's anything else you would attribute that to. Yeah, I think um, America, totally different market in terms of internet penetration. If you look at the pop-up of online radio station, podcasting, only now taking off sort of in South Africa, but still quite staggered, few and far in between. Um, and therefore, I think that's, that's, that's quite like the difference. Um, we have quite an urban population in South Africa, but the majority of people remain in the rural areas. And, and um, radio still remains, uh, for them, much more um, the medium than, than any other sort of choice that you'd have if you have access to the internet. Let's take a short break. We'll continue with our trending news here on SFM Sound Awake. Trending news right now. Pumelelo Mashifane, social commentator, still in conversation with us then on what's happened in uh, social media in the last 72 hours. Let's talk hashtag Sona now, Pumelelo. Highlights from the president's speech last Thursday. Uh, there's been mixed reactions from uh, political parties, as always. Let's start with the Economic Freedom Fighters leader, Julius Malema, and him saying about the president's speech or address that uh, he basically passed a motion of no confidence on himself because he shifted government's responsibility of job creation to the private sector. Yeah, um, the EFF quite uh, coming out vehemently uh, opposed uh, to uh, the tone of the president's speech. Um, surprisingly enough, uh, in sharp contrast, the official opposition not opposing the president's speech, quite coming out in unison with the president's speech, but I think we'll touch on that later. The ESF saying um, President uh, uh, Ramaphosa has 
passed a motion of no confidence in himself, which is the past four years. He has campaigned on the ticket of job creation. He has put fixed numbers to his promises, saying he will create a million jobs, he will create 800,000 jobs, and so on and so forth. But now, this year, changing his tune and saying actually that um, it's the private sector's responsibility to create jobs. And I think um, in the context of South Africa being a developmental state, I think um, the EFF um, contra- uh, contrasting the president by saying um, it is the state's responsibility to ensure that jobs are created, whether it's in creating an enabling environment or playing an active part, as we've seen um, in the past with the introduction of the public works program to kind of mitigate against um, the crisis of unemployment, really, that our country is facing. As you say, the DA has welcomed the president's announcement. They're basically saying, uh, a DA leader, that uh, John Steenhuisen, that this is what they've been saying all along. So the president highlighting the responsibility of creating an enabling environment for the private sector is what's needed to create jobs. Yeah, um, I think um, another political party, if I'm not mistaken, the UDM, saying um, that uh, the president basically um, has has uh, jumped on the neoliberal bandwagon and um, is, is speaking the language of of um, the private sector. Um, <laughs> sorry about that, mm-hmm. And um, but the interesting thing on social media that came out was, was that um, a lot of people seem to be at the shell shock that um, even the, the DA leader John Stena is saying the president's speech was straight out of the DA's playbook, uh, to, to, to quote him sort of loosely, and saying that, um, and the chief group of the DA saying that we gave our input and we gave him our manifesto and he seems to have spoken directly to it. Um, so that 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 shows um, a sort of the stagnation of the political landscape um, in South Africa because uh, the official opposition agreeing with the ruling party uh, means actually um, we're, we're sort of in the center of politics where everyone is agreeing with each other and nobody's really opposing each other. And I think that's what South Africans need to sort of look at in, 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 in more, um, more sharper um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Reaction from the National Freedom Party was around mostly the announcement that the national state of disaster may end soon. And they are saying that ending the state of disaster will bring normalcy to the country. Will it make much of a difference at this stage? Are we not back to normalcy? I think we're back to normalcy. I think, um, you know, public participation in 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 the state of disaster long dwindled long time ago uh people have have really um really just grown out of the whole covid and national state of disaster people have returned to normal in life you know sometimes i i walk into places and into shops and i see that even masks are not being enforced that much strictly anymore some people can walk into shops without wearing masks so i think in terms of um uh, the public outlook, um, yeah, it's maybe officialize it for the president to say, look, we're 
officially out of it. But I think in terms of uh, the mood on, on the ground, people have already uh, sort of shifted themselves out of the national state of disaster. Yeah, well, uh, there's going to be a two-day State of the Nation debate and uh, we'll be listening in in terms of the responses then from all the diff- different uh, political parties on that uh, sona. But the good, nice thing that came out, uh, the beneficiary of the, or one of the beneficiaries in the country by the name of Tando Makubu, of that uh, uh, 350 rand grant being mentioned then during that speech in Sona, he started, he took the 350 rand grant and saved about two uh, installments of it. Uh, he got 700 rand and he started to build an ice cream business with this. Yes, um, absolutely one of the nice things that uh, came out and sort of blew up, but uh, also a lot of poking fun at it on social media. That's what I noticed. Oh. A lot of people um, poking fun at, at, at the fact that somebody saved up uh, they have 350 rand and started a business. Um, in fact, in one of the hashtags, as you said, World Radio Day, one of the top tweets that come up says, uh, you know, I saved up my 350 rand and bought myself a radio station. Um, so a lot of people poking fun. at, But I think also in the same context, a lot of people um, sort of missing the point of what the president was highlighting. Mm. Um, the fact that be enterprising, Take the little that you've got and do something else with it to multiply. And this is what we saw with Tando Makubo. He started at the height of um, um, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. He realized that uh, his job actually was a freelance photographer doing events most of the time. And Mm. when the national lockdown came, he couldn't work because there were no events. And so he had to be enterprising like that and that he realized that we're sort of closed up in our neighborhoods. We can't really go anywhere. But what can I do? I can create ice cream or a creamery, that's what they call it. Um, And it it has taken off quite successfully. Um, He manages to employ all um, his family members when just a couple of or a year ago they they were relying on their mother's uh, social grant for survival. So definitely a good story. Yeah. Um, and the message behind that really being um, with the little that you have, you have the ability to change your life. I think that's the message I took out of it. Absolutely. I wish the tweeps would see that instead of making fun of this. It's quite one that we need to be congratulating. As the president Absolutely. has congratulated him, we also congratulate him. I mean, he generated an income of 5,000 rand from his first stock and he's averaging about 20,000 rand on a good uh, a week. Uh, that, that is something to celebrate, a great story indeed. Uh, hashtag Club World Cup, Pizza Musmane. Uh, Pizza Musmane then scooping a top award. This is after Al Ali uh, won at the FIFA Club World Cup on Saturday. 4 0 was their score. Pizza uh, Musmane is really on a roll for a good five to seven years. Um, he's really been breaking the barriers, kicking down the doors in international football. And I think it's something we have to really be proud of, of, of producing such a quality uh, coach who has shown the strength and resilience and the staying power in football mm. to be able to say, you know, I started from here and I made it to the top. If you think about it, he was an assistant coach at some point. Uh, for quite a long time, he was an assistant coach until his big break, big break came. And 
I, I think it's something we, we have to be proud of. Absolutely. I'll taking third spot, uh, losing out in that semi-final. Uh, but Chelsea um, are taking that, that, that club World Cup. Uh, so I think uh, football lovers um, on that continent, not so, but they, it's, it's definitely something to celebrate. Third place is quite an achievement if you look at um, the, the sort of uh, caliber of, of, of football that happens at the Club World Cup with all the footballing greats uh, playing club football on an international level. All right. Well, uh, being honoured with the Ubuntu Sports Diplomacy Award Day by the Department of International Relations and Cooperation uh, here in South Africa, congratulations to him, Musimani. Let's leave it there then. Thanks again for joining us, Mpumelelo. A happy Monday to you. Happy Monday, Asanda, and I hope you have a great Valentine's Day, and I hope you get spoiled to rotten. I will. I'm, <laughs> I'm expecting it. <laughs> Thank you so much. A great week ahead. You too. Bye. All right then. Thanks. Mpumelelo Mashifani, social commentator discussing trending topics. Let's take a short break. 21 minutes past four.